show from the car. It's a show from the car. It's a show from the car. Tone deaf. No need to thank me. Wow, my car sounds really loud right now. Okay, let's talk. I've had a couple of busy days on top of even more busy days uh, compounded by more busy days. Maybe you remember, maybe you don't. Uh, my mom has congestive heart failure. And she's convinced that the doctors are lying. And we're basically like Munchausen kids. Like we just like attention. Yeah, it makes sense. So long story short, after her stint in the hospital in July, I was like, we're going to go ahead and just take the salt out of the fucking house. And you're just going to have to figure out how to cook without it. If you want to live. Yada, yada, yada. She's real pissed about not having salt. But the only benefit to her being little misagoraphobic for like the last, I don't know, 40 years is that she can't just go to the store and buy more. <laughs> so on the weekend, we went over and we made a kind of like an Italian fried, what would you call it? Kind of like a potato donut, which sounds completely wrong, but it's delicious. It's basically like flour. We gave her a little bit of salt. It's okay. It's just a tiny bit, just a tiny bit. Uh, it's flour, salt, mashed potato through a ricer and some yeast and water and sugar. And it makes like this delicious, crispy, soft, kind of like a, you roll it out into like a long kind of noodle and you fold it and then you fry it. And like when I was a little kid, it was like a Christmas thing, but you can have it anytime. They're good for any time, really. It doesn't have to be a Jesus related holiday. And you fry them and you can have them dipped in honey, which I enjoy, or just plain. And we haven't had them in years. <laughs> and there's a story behind that. I'm going to make my point about the salt. Just hold on. Uh, the, the story behind that is there was one time in 1990 something before my dad went had withdrawal seizures from being an alcoholic where because what sucked about my dad's job is like he worked on a school schedule. So even when you were on school vacation, it really wasn't a vacation because he was always there because he had the same schedule as school. So it kind of sucked. It's like, oh, great. It's Christmas, and that means my dad, the alcoholic, is going to be completely smashed the whole time. And, oh, the hijinks. The hijinks, my friends. It was yeah, always something exciting happening, whether it's the time that he was supposed to pick my sister and I up from a New Year's Eve social, which, I mean, in his defense, yeah, he did get shit-faced hammered on one of the nights that the cops are looking for people who are shit-faced hammered. But in his defense, he did get completely dressed, parka, boots, everything included, and passed out completely cold on his bed, waiting for the phone call to come get us. And you know how easy it is to get a cab on New Year's Eve, just after midnight. So my sister had to call and wake up a neighbor to get us home, because otherwise we were very far away, and it was the dead of winter, hence New Year's Eve. So that's just one, one example of, of the happy good times. Anyway, point being, these, these fried potato things are usually only made at Christmas time, and that's what's going to tie this all together. Just stay tuned. This is going to be fucking riveting. So there was one year my mom had made them, and she came home from work starving, which I mean, which all mothers do. We're all starving after work. I think it's a thing. Or maybe it's just humans. It doesn't have to be a mother thing. And she came home to have one of these leftover things. So she, she had a bite of it, and they're kind of circular shaped. Like imagine rolling out dough into kind of like a long you know, rope, I guess. That's the only word I can think of. A rope makes me think of semen, which doesn't make me think of happy times. Point being, she took a bite of it and it's kind of like, you know, shaped like a cylinder. So it got lodged in her throat. <laughs> she was so mad that my dad was there and drunk 
and going to ruin her evening. And all she wanted to do was come home from work and quietly eat one of these fucking potato things. But no, she like angry ate. Like, you know, when you take a bite of something, and you're just like, oh, fuck. And then she like <laughs> choked on it. And because it was shaped, you know, the same shape as her throat, essentially. <laughs> this is not funny. <laughs> she almost like choked to death, but just happened to cough it up. So since, <laughs> it's a roundabout way of saying since 1990, whatever the fuck, of the choking incident, Christmas, let's say 1992, uh, we have not had these specific fried potato things because my mom choked once and she never made them again out of fear because that's, <laughs> that's who she is. That's who she is. So this is the first time in I don't know how many years that we've had them. Yeah, I don't remember the point of that story or even telling you that in the slightest, but it made me laugh and that's what's important to me. My mom is still very angry about the fact that we have taken away the salt and she doesn't want to eat things without salt. And I say, if you eat salt, you're going to die. And she says, when I die, I'm going to come back and haunt you about this salt. You're not going to get away from me. And I was like, okay, thanks. <laughs> what a terrible, morbid thought, but also hilarious. So it's kind of hard to, to top that because She's won that round. I want to tell you a couple quick mailman stories that are boring, and I'm sorry, but it's just what's going to happen right now because that's all I have to say. I have two stories. They are in this same vein. And if you know me, you know that I hate shitty customer service. I just, I just hate it. I feel like people are paying you money to do a job. Then do your fucking job and do it to the best of your ability. Not little miss minimal effort, whom I always seem to fucking find. It's important to me to do a good job. Do I do a good job all the time? I don't know. I at least pretend to put on the ears of someone who is fucking at work and getting paid. Not someone who's going to do the least amount of work to get that exact same money because I can't stand that. So one instance, I'm at work, shocking, and I'm walking up the street and I see a box laying in the sidewalk. And my first impression is, oh, it's probably garbage. Just leave it there. And my second thought is, well, take a look because it might not be garbage. And I looked and lo and behold, it was not garbage. And I don't know if you're familiar with the UPS people at this time of year, for whatever reason, maybe because UPS cares about their employees. Ooh, not cool. Shouldn't have said that. Not editing it out because it's kind of true. They send these little guys like with a sled. They have like a sled buddy who takes a bunch of parcels off of them and like just delivers them on foot with a sled. So my my whole thing is, hey, maybe... Maybe a sled guy dropped this parcel and I look at it and it's a UPS parcel. It's not on the right street. So I think to myself, okay, I'll pick it up. I'll just go deliver it. Cause really if that had happened to me somehow, like I don't know how this kid had this parcel on the wrong street. Like maybe it fell out. I'm going to go ahead and make that assumption. So I picked it up. I get into my truck and I go drive to one, two, three Sesame street, not a real street, state hall. I get there and there is no 123 Sesame Street. So I'm like, fuck it. You know, because now this has turned into a project. It, it went from a good deed to a fucking project. So I call the number on the box and look, if ever you're ordering something from fucking anywhere and they give you the option to put a phone number in, put a fucking phone number in because I can't tell you how many times I have saved a parcel from being returned because there was a phone number on it for us to call and confirm the address. Because sometimes the sticker label gets printed, but it's misaligned so like it cuts off the first like digit of your address very important treat yourself to that and also if there's an option to add buzz number blah 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 please do that that's an also that is also a wonderful thing 
So I call the number on the box and I say, hi, I'm trying to deliver this parcel for you, uh, but there is no 123 Sesame Street. Oh, that's because it's 125 Sesame Street. And I said, oh, okay, no problem. I'll go ahead and put that in your box. And I said, just as an aside, sir, if you order from this company frequently, you might want to give them a call and let them know that they have your address wrong in their system. And he just doesn't say anything. And I'm like, okay, all right then, thanks, have a good day. And I'm just like, you know, like, it's okay. I'm not expecting you to, like, throw me a party because I tried to do a good job. But I also feel like maybe maybe you should say thank you just because I could have. Like, he doesn't know this. And I didn't say, oh, the UPS guy must have left this on the on the street and I just found it. I didn't say anything. I was just hoping that he wouldn't put two and two together that, hey, I'm in a mail truck and I'm not a UPS driver. And this label clearly says UPS. But he didn't notice. So anyway no thank you, no nothing. And in my brain, I'm like, I just saved you a whole mess of fucking trouble. Because A, either someone could have walked off with it, or B, the UPS guy could have, I don't know, delivered it properly or attempted to. It still wouldn't have been delivered because your address isn't correct. And I'm going to venture a guess that they're not going to waste their daytime minutes calling you. You're welcome. So I go up to his house and he's got one of those old timey mailboxes where you kind of lift the flag up to say, hey, oh, you've got mail. It was the you got mail before, you know, the you've got mail. That's a reference to AOL. The, do you know what AOL? You know what? AOL. Just just Google it if you've got a chance. It's you're going to just take it. It'll be fine. You'll love it. it. It's great. So I go up to his house. I flip the flag up and I put the package in and I close the door and I'm like, well, job well done. And then this little troll comes out of his house and he's standing with me at the mailbox, doesn't thank me again, opens the door, grabs the parcel and he's just looking at me and he pushes the flag down like I'm an asshole. And I'm just like, OK. I should have just fucking left that on the street. And he just goes back into his house. I'm like, yeah, thanks. Have a great day. Okay, sorry. I just stopped for shawarma. I've never had shawarma. And the good news is there's somebody brown who's heading into the shawarma place right after me. So it must be not bad. Is that racist? Oh, fuck, yeah, probably. You know what? That's okay. I'm okay with it. Anyway, point being, I did that guy a good deed. And you're not supposed to be doing good deeds for... The thank you. But I also feel like it's kind of nice to say thank you. And it also kind of feels good to know that you did say thank you. Now, the next story I have, it's in a very similar vein. I'm at work today and there is a beautiful dog sprinting and having a great time all by itself, just running around like a fucking maniac. By the time I park the truck and get out, the dog's almost been hit by two cars. And it's a residential area, but a busy residential area. It's a thoroughfare. So I call the dog over and I trick it. Uh, I used my uh, come here, we're going for a walk voice. Uh, do you want to hear it? Here it goes. Come here, buddy. Come on. Let's go. Come on. And I smack my legs and she's like, oh, cool. Are you outside too? Let's be outside together. And she comes running over to me, happy as a clam. And I pet her and then I grab her collar and then she gets mad. And she's like, oh, jig is up. That sucks. So I look at her collar and there's like several tags on them. One of them has her name, and the other two are places to call if this dog is lost. So I call one of the numbers, and it sends me to 311. I don't know if you have 311, wherever the fuck you're from, but 311 in Winnipeg just leads to, like, nowhere and being on hold and then getting a moron at the other end of the line. And I like to be the only moron in a conversation, so I hang up the phone. 
And the dog is twisting and wriggling and trying to get the fuck away from me because she doesn't know who I am or what I'm going to do. And all I've done is ruin her happy, good time. So I flip, I get her to calm down a minute and I flip to the next tag and it's got another phone number on it. So I call that phone number and someone answers immediately. And I'm like, great. And then as I am on the phone with that person, someone comes along and they're like, oh, Jane. That's a terrible fake name for a dog. I don't even remember what her real name was. It was like something like Trivia or like Ember or something stupid. I can't remember what it was. Anyway, it was a great dog, but just stupid name. So the dog comes over and he's like, oh, Trivia. What did you, how did you get out? And I just looked at him like, how does he know that? And he's like, oh, this is my girlfriend's dog. I'll take her home. And I'm like, just, just give me a sec, okay? And he's like, why? And like, I don't want to... You know, I like to say I don't judge people by their, I absolutely judge people by the way they look. 110%. 110%. And I looked at the guy and he looks like very thin, trying to grow a mustache and failing horribly. Like, I'm sorry, my mustache is way better than his mustache. And he's got a little Caesar's pizza and a two liter pop. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm like, can you just give me a minute? I said, I just have to make sure I'm releasing the dog to the right person. Oh, yeah, for sure. No problem. And the dog's like gnawing on my hand, like not angrily, but just like chewing on my hand. And I'm just like, OK, just give me a minute. So I'm on the phone with this operator. And she's like, can you give me the six digit number? And like, I'm getting old and it's kind of cold out. So I look and I like straining to see the number and I read the number up to her. She's like, OK, yep. Yeah. Uh, OK, let me give you the owner's phone number. I'm like, can you give me the address so I can like put the dog in the yard and she's like no I can't give out addresses and I was like well that's fucking great so I get the phone number and then I gotta get my phone out again and I gotta dial this phone number again and this girl answers the phone and I'm like hi uh I've got your dog here she's happened to get out of the yard oh really yeah really and I said and Josh is here he says he's your boyfriend oh yeah that's totally my boyfriend Josh yeah okay uh can I release the dog to Josh. Yeah, you can. Okay. Now I'm not going to make any shitty millennial comments because I feel like I've had two generations be, I feel rude to me after I had gone out of my way to do them a favor. So it's not a generational thing. I'm going to assume it's an individual thing, but I'm going to tell you, I don't know which one of these two fucking assholes I hate more. The old man who was kind of rude and gruff with me after I did him, I don't know, three fucking favors? Or this dumb bitch who doesn't even say thank you after I rescued her dog and prevented it from being killed by an oncoming car. Okay? Like, no prob. I'm not expecting you to fucking kiss my ass. But that long pause you hear when I'm not responding to you is the point where you're supposed to say, thank you. Thanks. That's nice of you. I appreciate it. My dog's not dead. Like any of the above would be great. And then I like, I'm like, okay, uh, thanks very much. And she's like, yeah, okay. And she hangs up the phone and I'm like, cause I'm old. And I give the fucking dog to fucking dumb Josh with a half a mustache. And I'm like, here you go. She said, you can take the dog. Okay. Bye. Yeah. Fuck you too, Josh. Get a fucking razor. If you can't grow a mustache, just shave whatever the fuck that is off. Shame on you. And then it, it occurs to me, I'm like, oh, you know, I should let that dumb bitch know that there is an easier way than having like a million tiny little numbers on a thing around the dog's neck. 
she had a little thing that had the dog's name on it. So why not have a little thing with the dog's name on it and also has your fucking phone number instead of waiting and expecting people to call 311 while holding your fucking dog that likes to bite people or calling the other number that has these tiny little numbers that no one can fucking read while getting bitten by your dog. So I call her back and I'm like, hey, you know, sorry to bother you. I just wanted to let you know that sometimes if you go to like Petcetera or Petco or Petland, they'll do your dog's name with your phone number directly on it. Instead of calling all of these other numbers, it'll give them whoever, like if this ever happens again, it'll give them an opportunity to phone you directly. And she's like, oh yeah, I know that. I said, okay, well, you might want to consider it because those numbers are hard to read when she's trying to, like, get away from me. Yeah, you know, I went there and I wanted to get one of those with my phone number, but I couldn't afford to have my phone number on the tag with her name. Well, then, Michaela, you can't afford a fucking dog. If you don't have $9 to get your phone number added to the tag with her fucking name on it, then you don't get to have a dog. You can't afford it. And you're obviously too fucking stupid to take care of a dog because your dog has run away from you towards happiness. Just fuck off. So I'm like, okay, then. Great. I just wanted to let you know. Have yourself a good day. Thanks. Bye-bye. And those are two people who should be slapped, but probably won't be. And that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. They deserve happiness. And you know what? You're right. I shouldn't do a good deed just for a thank you. I just feel like if someone does something kind for you that they didn't have to do and went the extra mile for you in this society where everyone does as little as they possibly can, maybe you should just say, okay. All right. Thanks for having me. This was a ride home. I'm very excited about my shawarma, but I'm not going to eat it until I walk the fucking dog because he will just stare at me and stare at me and stare at me and stare at me. And I can't have it. I just can't handle because like my kids, my mom, my sister, they all just stare at me like they want something. And it just I can't take it anymore. Oh, new title of my memoirs. Allow me. What do you think? Fitting, right? Right, right. Oh, I still have to tell you the sump pump story. There's so much more bitching for me to do. So much bitching. Oh, I just want to put this out there that if you're like, hey, you know, I need more lesbians talking to me. Please listen to the Baby Mamas podcast. Uh, one of the hosts, Angie, it's her on her own, much like I do, just in the car when you have it's the only time you have to yourself is the fucking commute. And she tells one of the top stories I have ever heard on any podcast in the history of podcasting on this week's episode. It's called Back from the Dead, Baby Mama's Podcast. Please, please, please go and listen to it. It is so good and so funny and so bizarre. It's just a good listen. Head over there. Have a listen. Treat yourself. Okay? Okay, if you need anything, changeofaddress69 at gmail.com, Facebook, Twitter, whatever. Who fucking cares? Please leave an iTunes review. Come on! Like, come the fuck on! Where's your fucking iTunes review? You, individually, you. Where is yours? My stomach is grumbling, and Max is going to stare at me, and I need you to leave a fucking iTunes review! Please! I'm going the extra mile for you, too! I could have just listened to The Office on my phone on the way home, but no! I, I gave up my quiet.
quiet time to listen to my own shrill voice. And I want to die now. I'm so hungry. Okay. Okay. Call me later. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye now. Bye. Bye-bye.